Hello, all you wonderful farmers, foodies, and cooks. We've been busy putting together some pretty awesome episodes that dig even deeper into the soils here at the Farm Cooking School and explore more of our ever-growing food community, from chefs to fishermen to farmers to just regular old food lovers like yourselves. From a celebration of the sea to a sneak peek at our upcoming trip to Mexico, to a whole episode on the very picnic-ready and very garden state, Jersey Tomato, we're bringing you into our kitchens and out into our fields for a summer full of food and fun. While we're slowing production just a bit to ensure that every episode is as good as we can possibly make it, we wanted to make sure to continue to provide that regular farm cooking school content you crave. So, we're excited to announce that between full-length episodes, we'll be sharing some bonus content to tide you over in the meantime. We're calling these mini-sodes Second Course, and in them, we will revisit with old guests and post previously unaired and unedited portions of their interviews, which are just too darn good to leave on that cutting room floor. On today's Second Course, in anticipation of summer, grilling season, and our upcoming Food by Fire episode, your what's what and how to about all things cooked using a live flame, we thought it'd be fitting to catch up with our butcher in residence in Hawaii, Brian Mayer, to chat about teaching butchery to kids at our summer camps and about his secrets for that summer staple, the perfect hamburger. So here we have it, just in time for the fourth, here's Brian. And the kids camp. Oh yeah, the kids camp. It yeah, was talk super about, fun. Talk about teaching kids with like meat. Because I feel like they would probably be more squeamish, but they didn't, they weren't. No. They're way more into it than like yeah. so many of the adults. Well, they don't have any, there's no, you know, for the most part. And, right? what, and what age group are these kids as so well? The, I, I mean, the kids in this camp were what, six to 13? Yeah. I don't know. I've taught, yeah. And that's kind of the range age. I don't know if I've taught younger. Uh, taught. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I think... I think the cool thing with kids is, is that there's plenty of time to talk about sourcing later on. Right. Like, and I think you need to forget about that part of it. You know, forget about like buying pastured or organic or, you know, like going to the farmer's market or supporting this or supporting that. I think with kids, what it is, is just helping them develop a, a relationship with the food that they're going to eat. And understand that food is medicine, right? Medicine is medicine, but food is medicine too. And help them understand that it's really important that they that they understand and, and make better decisions, you know, or good decisions surrounding food, uh, and do that in a fun way. <laughs> right. Um, so it's less about all the all the that nuanced shit, and, and more about like, let's cook, like. Let's cook some pork chops. By the way, these are awesome pork chops. These are probably the best pork chops you ever eat. But let's cook that. Let's cook chicken breast. I don't know. Oh, and how about this? Look what I got here. I got a heart. What? You know, like, eh, it's crazy. Whatever. Touch it. Uh, you know, and then, but they're so cool with it. And they'll eat it. They'll put it in their mouths and they'll eat it. And 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 they'll make fun of each other and they'll, and they'll have a good time. And, and it's great. And it's wonderful. And you're, and you're starting them out with like this really positive experience with good food and you can pepper the conversation with like you know how eating certain things 
help you, you know, like, it'll help you pay attention. You'll have more energy when you're in school, you know, like when you go to lunch, right? And you eat something, maybe you crash in the afternoon. Well, maybe that's because of this. And maybe if you ate something different like that, like maybe you feel up, I don't know, whatever, you know. Right. Um, but it's but trying you, to build that relationship. But you build a relationship. You your, but yeah. you also have to understand. I mean, this is—it's just different, right? Like, I mean, I mean, I would—I uh, don't assume that anybody was raised the way that I was raised, and I was raised very different than probably most people were raised. But um, it's not easy, right? Like, you—you've got kids, you know, like both parents are working, right? Or if they have both parents around, you know, maybe a single parent family, maybe they're being raised by grandparents, you know, you've got that, right? Like you've got the economics that influence it, right? You've got access that can influence that, right? Like they just live somewhere where they where they don't have access to the same things. What I hope with all these sort of like online distribution networks of food and meal kits and all this stuff is sort of like the beginning of the democratization of food and that it'll make really what we're going for is to make access to food easier, right? For people that maybe can't, for whatever reasons, get to a supermarket as regularly as they'd like to, but they should have access to like really healthy food. So, right. So like all that sort of stuff is all wrapped up. I know it's like all sorts of tangents and stuff like that. Right. Teaching kids is super fun. <laughs> they're excited. Um, they're, they're really open. They haven't kind of developed any of those biases that that you kind of develop, I guess, as you get older. Um, they must love the sausage making. And if they do, you just squash it really quick. <laughs> um, they do. Well, but, you know, I, I mean... You know, there's like a, a funny kind of like ick factor, like they're right. sticking hands and things and they're squishing it. But, you know, I don't know. It's like making slime, right? Anybody that's exactly. got a, a, a preteen kid nowadays probably knows something about slime. So <laughs> I know my kid loves slime. So. Okay. So. All right. More stuff. In interest of time. Mm -hmm. We are going to have a segment on the show called. Dun, 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 dun. Ask the pro. Uh -huh. All right. <laughs> These are quick fire and it's mainly about tools, techniques, and tricks of the trade. Gotcha. And they are questions from our community. I don't um, think I know what quick fire is. It's just, just a quick answer. <laughs> no, I know, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think I'm capable of producing the results that you're looking for. How about that? We'll keep it clinical. <laughs> Favorite brand of knives or what should we look for in a knife? Oh, um, for butchery, you know, something yeah. inexpensive. I think that Savior Wusthofs and Globals and Shuns and all that for like fancy stuff. But like a, a good boning knife is a knife that you're going to be like scraping and like, you know, ramming into bone and, and all that stuff right so don't spend a lot of money on it there's forschner which is now owned by uh victorinix they make really good boning knives and they're fairly inexpensive like 25 bucks or something like that you can get a wood handle you can get a you know plastic or a polymer handle it's really what feels good in your hand and so you can buy a bunch of relatively inexpensive knives i would say more than the knife Go take a knife sharpening class. Mm. I would say that's the most important thing. I can take the the shittiest knife made with the shittiest metal and I can get that thing to be razor sharp because I know how to sharpen a knife. So I funny. think that's a great investment is a is a is a knife sharpening class. What is your favorite cooking technique and what is your favorite cut of meat? 
my favorite cooking technique. Um, That's hard. It is all of them. I don't know. It, I think it just depends on the situation. Oh, uh, well, let's start. Let's start with what, what is your favorite cut of meat? Which animal? That's like, what's my favorite book or what's my favorite movie? What am I in the mood for? What happened today? What's your favorite song? What? Who's what, your best friend? Where, where am I right now? How do I feel at this moment? I mean, like burgers. Like there's no, like, there's no better food than burgers. Like the, it's the best. Like burgers, pizza, and tacos, right? Like that's that's a good chain restaurant, right? Somebody's got to come up with that. Yeah. Um, I think that you did just come up with yeah. it, but someone actually has to do, like the follow through on You got to do all three. They have to <laughs> burgers, pizza, and tacos. Um, uh, burgers are just great. Everything about them. I love them. You know, I don't care how you make I mean, I have my specifics, like no brioche buns, like 70-30 meat mix. Yeah, let's hear like, let's hear the specifics for your burgers. Because you do a burger class. And do you... I taught a burger class here, yeah. And, uh, and then I wound up slinging burgers, right, for the for the folks that were here for the, right? There was like, you know, people were wanting to have burgers. Oh, so, yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, oh, that's so funny. I like thin patties. Um, Nick Macri introduced me to this really cool technique where you just take take out container lids and you do about a quarter pound of meat, maybe even less, and just squash it between there and it gets that nice thin patty. So I like patties that cook up a lot better. I don't like bistro burgers. I think very few people understand the concept of bread to meat ratio when they're constructing burgers and that's super important. Mm -hmm. And I have seen very few bistro burgers that work as far as I'm concerned. And so bistro um, burger, what you mean is like that's that a, really thick. That's that really thick. It's almost like a meatball. Yeah, it's just, it's just thick. And yeah. It's just not what I want, whatever that means. So I like patties. Um, I don't like brioche. You know, if you're, if you are, let me restate that. I don't like brioche for a burger. Uh, brioche works for, for many other things. Uh, if you're making a burger and it's got the required fat, which is 70, 30, you don't need more fat. You don't need the fat from the butter and they fall apart. Like you need something substantial. You need a potato roll or a pretzel bun is totally fine. Right. But potato roll. I would go potato roll. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't like a lot of bullshit on it. Like it's not salad. It's not, I mean, if you want to put a little piece of lettuce, go for it. I don't know. I really think it just, you know, can have some cheese. That's cool. Maybe some bacon. That's cool. Maybe a pickle. I don't know, whatever. But I don't, I, like it doesn't need salad on it. It's not what that is. <laughs> so you're not, you're not like a California burger kind of guy. I don't even guy. know what that is. Really? What's a California burger? I, I that wonder, sounds like, like something I don't want. Sometimes like Sprouts I wonder like if my mom, no, 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 no. Like, it's, it's lettuce, tomato, onion, and mayo. Like, I wonder, like, why mom made that up. And is there any meat on it? Well, yeah, it's a burger. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let us I don't know. Of... California's a crazy place these days. You crazy know? place. Like... I know. Maybe that's just, like, a Central Jersey diner thing. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. It's like a diner. It's like a burger deluxe. Right? It's like a burger deluxe. That's what I'm going to get. Right? Maybe, some, maybe they just call it the California fries. burger. To they be call it like, California burger. Yeah, it's going to be fancy. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like the Greek burger. Yeah. Which would have melted feta cheese on it. What? Yeah. That's not a burger. <laughs> well, here's the and here's the other thing with burgers. When people go like, well, what about spices? And they say, like, what about spices? Like, well, like, like well, to I gotta, mix into the I gotta meat. mix into the meat. I gotta mix spices. And I'm like, no, you don't. That's that's not a burger. That's, that's you just do meat. That's a meatball or a meatloaf. <laughs> What do about you, onions? Onions in a burger? I would be so <laughs> upset. I, I don't like onions on my burger. I don't want onions in the burger. So, so you're just meat, any salt, 
Yeah, salt. Sure. Okay, yeah, salt. salt, salt. Yeah. Pepper, no salt. pepper. Uh, eh, you know, if you want, you can, but I don't. I don't really see the need for that. Okay. Uh, and you salt it just before it goes on the grill. So unlike sausage, where you want that meat to bind, uh -huh. right, and the salt and the proteins and all that, like, you don't want that with a burger or a meatball, right? You want it to be pretty loose and stay pretty tender, right? Okay. So you don't want a dense burger. So you so don't you, mix the salt in. You nope. just you Outside. hit it with salt right before it goes on the grill. And you want everything super cold before it goes on the grill. Yes. Too. Yeah. Right. Very interesting. Do you have a binder in there or no, it's just meat? You don't put egg? No. Eggs? That's no. Somebody, I no. know people who put egg don't in their do burger. That. Don't do It'll that. It'll stick together. <laughs> so go that's anywhere. the problem. See, that's the problem. All right. With let's like let's not, go through a burger. Not having <laughs> having access to to food education, right? Like home ec class or or whatever it is right like right. we don't we don't teach people how to do these things anymore right like we don't teach people how to change tires and you know i mean like changing oil is pretty hard nowadays since cars are so advanced right and like who knows maybe you're never going to need oil again <laughs> uh whatever but like basic like routine maintenance of things like how to do stuff like cooking is a thing sewing right like I okay know. i definitely do put anyway egg and breadcrumbs into my meatballs though yes because it's a meatball. Okay. But not in the burger. But not in a burger. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell that person who did that. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Asking, for, Asking a for a friend. Do you put eggs in a... No, Kendra. Do not put egg in your <clears throat> meatball. No, burger. no, in the burger. No, I know. All right. There it is. Our first, second course. Kendra... I really hope you told your friend not to put eggs in their hamburgers. Or lettuce, I guess, or anything that's not a meat. Oh, I did. And re-listening to that is making me realize how much I freaking miss that guy. Don't worry. We'll have more of Brian, more Ask the Pro, and tons of other guests in upcoming segments. And if you have any questions you'd like to ask any of our experts or feature guests, email them in and we will try our best to cover them in a future episode. Other thoughts or feedback, send that in too. I'm at Kendra at thefarmcookingschool.com. This second course, we'd like to thank Brian Mayer and as usual, our editor, Andrew Applegate. Until next time, cook well and save some room for seconds. <laughs>